You are listening to The Ace, Alex Cardinal Entertainment Network, with your host, the crazy Alex Cardinal from Springfield, Massachusetts. You can expect the unexpected on The Ace Network. Now, on to today's show. You are listening to The Alex Cardinelli Show here on Ace Network. The Alex Cardinelli Show is a talk show that will talk about anything and everything from WWE wrestling to movie reviews to politics to even current news and events. You will get your entertainment and news set. Alex Cardinelli promises to deliver a quality talk show that you will enjoy. Alex will share topics you want to hear with the young man's point of view. So what do you have to say? Do you, the listener, want a piece of the action? We'll get in on the action by calling into the talk show at 1-347-989-8142. Are you ready for a fun talk show? Then let's get on to Alex Cardinelli, who is live right now at Ace Network Studios. Take it away, Alex. Live right here, right now on the Ace Network, it's Saturday Night Live. Live on this Saturday night for two action packed hours with some comedy and entertainment with great segments such as Idiot of the Week, Saturday Night Spotlight, where we will discuss anything and everything you love. Now, let's get on to the fun. Saturday only comes once a week, so let's get live right now here on Saturday night. Live from Springfield, Mass., in the A Studio Network is your host, Alex Cardinelli. And live from Oregon is the man they call Jeff, a.k.a. Slashmaster1989, the awesome co-host. Let's get it, boys! Entertainment. 
Who is going to get pranked tonight? We don't know yet until pranking time comes. But what I will tell you is you guys are going to laugh at all of my pranks tonight right here on Saturday Night Main Event. So today's show agenda is really simple. I'm going to have my 10 minutes of fame with my co-host, Jeff, and then I am going to review Monday Night Raw and Thursday Night SmackDown from this week. And our guest this week is none other than the man that taught me how to cook in culinary school, Chef Matt West. We'll be talking about Italian food tonight. And then we have one of my personal favorite segments on Saturday night main event, and that is movie trivia time, where you, the listeners, will be able to guess what movie I am playing. And then I have listener interaction, where I'll be asking you three questions. You can call in and answer them. And then I also have Asshole of the Week segment, where I'll be talking about some people that I ran into that were just plain assholes in the course of two weeks. And then we've got the great pranks of the weeks that I got planned for today's show. And then we have Saturday Night Spotlight, where I'll be talking about my personal favorite fast food restaurants and the restaurants that I dislike. So this is a great show. So before we begin, let me go ahead and introduce my co-host to everyone. He's back on the show. He's been busy lately, but I'm glad to have him on tonight's show. So here is my co-host, Jeff T. How are you doing today, Jeff? How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Alex? I'm doing uh, phenomenal. Glad to have you back here on the Ace Network. It's going to be a great show. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, these uh, Saturday night main events are awesome when you're on them with me. Yeah, that's my favorite show we do. Me too. So uh, today's show is being broadcast live, which means we are more than happy to answer any of your calls. So please feel free to call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. You can call in and join the chat, or you can call in and answer our movie trivia time and answer our questions. That's one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. All right, so let's go ahead and get this Saturday night main event started, shall we? Let's talk. Let's talk. It's 10 minutes of fame time. Your host, Alex and Jeff, will both have five minutes of fame right here, right now, on Saturday Night Live, right here on the Ace Network. What will Alex and Jeff have to say for the next 10 minutes here on Saturday Night Live? Let's find out, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so I'll get our uh, 10 minutes of fame started tonight. So here is Alex Cardinelli's 5 minutes of fame. So I'll first start off by wishing all of my listeners out there a happy Memorial Day weekend. I hope you guys have a phenomenal weekend with your families. Memorial Day weekend kickstarts the summer, believe it or not. Memorial Day weekend is the unofficial start of summer. This is when people start opening their pools and start having barbecues and start cooking on those grills. So I hope all of you guys have some fun time with your family this week. And hope you guys have some delicious hamburgers and hot dogs and some delicious steak or chicken or even pork ribs on your uh, grill. 
but let's not forget the true meaning of Memorial Day. Memorial Day is taking the time to observe all of the soldiers and veterans that have died, protecting us and making sure that us United States citizens have freedom. So this Memorial Day weekend, make sure you remember all of the U.S. Army soldiers and U.S. Army veterans who lost their lives protecting us and our freedoms. So always keep that in mind when it comes to Memorial Day. But make sure you enjoy the day, you have a nice meal with your family, and um, get ready for the official start of summer. Like I said, it's time to whip out those grills. Summer is almost here. I love cooking on the grill this time of year. Nothing better than a nice juicy cheeseburger on the grill or nice barbecue pork ribs or nice barbecue chicken on the grill. And cooking on the grill is very, very simple. So there is a lot of great barbecue recipes I have on my old cooking podcast called Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show right here on Blog Talk Radio. So if you're looking for some delicious barbecue recipes to cook up this weekend, I really recommend checking out my Blog Talk Radio cooking show called Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show here on Blog Talk Radio. And I believe the link for that show is blogtalkradio.com forward slash Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show. If not, just do a quick Google search for Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show, and you'll find my radio show. And there's plenty, plenty of delicious barbecue recipes there for you. Okay? Now, the next things that I want to touch base on, just a little bit, but because I've been observing some weird videos on YouTube, I see people, instead of calling the police, tape, tape recording with their video cameras or their cell phone, people having fights on YouTube. Sure, it's good to watch. Sure, it may be funny watching on YouTube, but when it's all happening live in person, my first reaction would be to call the police instead of filming it on camera because that way... Um, does not escalate to where someone is getting physically hit or physically assaulted. But to each their own, I guess some people are afraid to call the police for whatever reason. But I'm just thinking, what is wrong with United States citizens? Because 10 years ago, we did not have all this violence. We wouldn't fist fight over pizza or chicken McNuggets or anything stupid of that matter. Because if, if they were out of pizza or out of whatever it was, we can go to another store and get it. There's no need of uh, fist fighting over this. Some of the stuff I think is just for subscribers on YouTube, but it really is sad. So what is wrong with us, United States of America citizens, today? And the last and final thing that I'll talk about for this week's Five Minutes of Fame is I want to remind all of my younger audience members and all my audience members of today's show is the weather is getting nice outside. It's time to get outside. Time to go play baseball or some kind of sport that you love. Just go outside and enjoy a nice weather. For me personally, I'll be going out to Six Flags New England, which is a amusement park sometime in the near future. I love going to amusement parks, and I love riding on some of the major rides that Six Flags has, and I'm definitely going to be trying out that new ride they have called Wicked Cyclone pretty soon. So that is my wonderful 
five minutes of fame. So, uh, Jeff, what is your five minutes of fame for this week? I think on my five minutes of fame, I had a couple questions for you. All right, sounds great. My first question is, I know you've recently started a AC Food Reviews, and what inspired you to start that? Great question, and yes, that's true. I do have a brand new uh, YouTube channel called AC Food Reviews, where I will be doing food reviews on restaurants and fast food restaurants. So in some food reviews, I will be going out to dining restaurants, like fine dining restaurants and chain restaurants. In some food reviews, I'll be doing fast food reviews, whether it'll be at my the fast food restaurant or my house, I'll just be doing food reviews. So if you guys want to check that out, it's called AC Food Reviews on YouTube. I'm a brand-new channel, so I definitely would love some brand-new subscribers and viewers. So definitely go check me out, AC Food Reviews on YouTube. I've got 12 subscribers now, and I love every subscriber that I get. So hopefully you guys will subscribe to me. Now, what really got me inspired to do a food review channel is I actually, for years, for several years, I watched some of the YouTubers out there who are already doing food reviews. Some of the big channels that I like to watch are KDP Productions by Ken Domic. He's got a great food review channel, and he's been a big mentor of mine. He's actually the one that got it He's actually the one that got me into food reviews. I wanted to do food reviews because of Ken Domic. So he's probably my biggest inspiration, KDP Productions on YouTube. And then, of course, I also like that channel that is called Fast Food Reviews on YouTube. And there's so many other ones that are out there. And the thing that brought, brought food reviews to me, the thing that brought me to doing a food review YouTube channel, is that almost every single one of them, has 10,000 subscribers up to the million range. So I figured this is a very popular category for YouTube videos, so I figured why wouldn't I join them? So I'm going to do a food review channel. So I'm hoping that I get at least 1,000 subscribers, not instantly, but my goal is 1,000 subscribers, and if I hit 1,000 subscribers, I'm definitely going to be happy with that. So that's my uh, inspiration behind that channel. Good, are you going to be eating bugs and the hottest sauce in the world and stuff? I don't know. Maybe if I if I uh, if it was if I had enough uh, viewers interested in it, I'd do it. You're going to eat roadkill and stuff? No, I, I would never do that unless I was getting paid a million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, that's all I had for five minutes. Awesome. That was a wonderful question. So thank you very much for asking that. I appreciate that. Oh, no problem. All right. Uh, so, listeners, you can go ahead and call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two and have your own personal five minutes of fame. You can talk about anything you have on your mind. Do you want to rant or do you want to rave? one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two, and you can have your own personal five minutes of fame. All right, so in the meantime, let's go ahead and move on down to our next segment for this show. And this segment is for all the WWE fans out there. It's showtime. Live right here, right now on the Saturday Night Live. Your host, WWE fans, 
Alex and Jeff are going to recap WWE Monday Night Raw and WWE Thursday Night Smackdown right here, right now, on Saturday Night Live. So WWE fans, get ready for some wrestling. I'm going to start reviewing WWE Monday Night Raw and WWE Thursday Night SmackDown from this weekend. I actually watched both Raw and SmackDown this week, and I actually thought that they were uh, pretty awesome. So if you guys didn't have a chance to watch wrestling this week, I'm going to recap Raw and SmackDown for you right here, right now, on Saturday Night Main Event. So Stephanie McMahon returns to Raw this week to kickstart Raw. And Triple H and Stephanie McMahon, the authority, come out and brag about Seth Rollins being what they thought he would be. And Triple H says he told them Rollins was the future. Stephanie says Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose go to the back of the line. Then they lift the cloth on the podium behind them and show the vacant Intercontinental Championship. Stephanie gloats about being right about Daniel Bryan, and she says the show must go on, and Triple H talks about needing a durable champion. Sheamus comes out and says they don't need a elimination chamber because he is a worthy champion, and he's the guy who put Bryan on the shelf. He asked them to make him champion, but Ryback cuts him off and says Sheamus, Sheamus should leave little guys alone and pick on him. Stephanie stops him and says they both can prove themselves in the Illumination Chamber, but H says as far as tonight, they can fight right now. And then we had our first match for Monday Night Raw this week was Sheamus versus Ryback, with Sheamus defeating Ryback. That was a uh, wonderful, wonderful match, and I definitely enjoyed it myself, if I should say so. A great match, and I think Ryback should have won, but that is my personal opinion, and uh, I think Seamus is doing pretty good as a heel right now. So I'm just waiting for my result page to uh, to load. It sometimes can go a little bit slowly, but that's the uh, beauty of live radio. Um, you actually have to wait for um, the page to load. Okay, in the meantime, I actually see that uh, we have a caller here on the uh, Saturday night main event, so that's awesome. So I'm going to go ahead and bring on our uh, call, our first caller of the evening. Hi, you're now live on Saturday night main event. Thank you so much for calling in. Hey, what's going on? How y'all do, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm glad I came across your show uh Sitting here with one of my buddies working on a podcast for him, and I wanted him to hear what, uh, other than my show, how uh, how a podcast is supposed to sound. So I'm glad I found you. Awesome! It's a really good honor of mine, and I'm I'm glad that you were able to call in and uh, your friend could hear this podcast. That's awesome. Yeah, I want to ask you a question. What did you think? I want to see if your opinion uh, is the same as mine. How did you feel about the debut of Samoa Joe on NXT? 
I thought it was great, but honestly, I feel that he's 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 bigger than NXT, and I think he should be in the uh, the WWE main roster. But I think he did great on uh, NXT. He looked all, he looks awesome. He looks a lot better. Absolutely. The only thing I didn't care for was his music. I thought the music started out really strong, and then it reminded me. I, I thought for some reason Doink the Clown was doing a run-in. It was just awful. Uh, I didn't care for it, but I hope Joe doesn't get stuck in NXT. Yeah, I hope so. I don't hope. I hope so either. I hope he goes into the uh, WWE, but I have a feeling he will. He looks. He looks pretty. Uh, pretty tough. I know the WWE loves their bigger superstar, so I think. Uh, See, uh, Samoa Joe is the wrestler for them. Hopefully he gets his push in the WWE. Absolutely. Well, thanks for taking my call. I'll uh, continue to listen and uh, keep doing a great job, my friend. Thank you very much, and thank you so much for listening to the show, and thank you for calling in. No problem. Awesome. So that was great. That was one of our first callers ever on uh, Saturday Night Mean Event. I really appreciate that. Okay, so our next match on uh, Monday Night Raw was Bad News Spirit versus Neville, and the winner was Bad News Spirit in that match. That was a uh, great match, and I think that this Bad News Spirit and Neville feud is uh, pretty cool. And then we had Rusev coming out in the ring and saying that there is no Lana tonight, and he didn't quit, so they should all shut him up. He says he beat Cena so bad he passed out, but then Lana quit because she is weak, so he calls for a rematch. Lana cuts him off, and Rusev screams at her for ignoring him, but Lana says she just wants to reason with him. Lana says Rusev is misunderstood, and Lana says he is screamed. Lana says she screamed in bloggering and that he quit last night. They argue a bit, and he calls her a liar. Then he says it's only about him, not them, so she should just leave and screams at her. Then we had Dean Ambrose versus Bray Wyatt, with Bray Wyatt picking up a victory. And actually, Dean Ambrose and Bray Wyatt have great matches together, pretty good matches. Then we had a tag team championship match between Tyson Kidd and The New Day, and it resulted in a no contest because other tag teams came out and interrupted the match. And this led to a tag team championship elimination chamber match which I'll be talking about this coming week here on the Ace Network as WWE Hour returns to the Ace Network. All right. Um, They're going to cram 12 guys into the chamber, six teams each in the same chamber pod. But prime time players are back in the tag team hunt, which is pretty cool. Now, here's the best part of Monday Night Raw for me and my personal experience. And that is the John Cena United States title open challenge. That was the best part of Raw. So, as usual, John Cena cut the promo about keeping the title where it belongs and issues his next challenge, answered by my personal favorite NXT superstar, Kevin Owens. Cena introduces Owens, but Owens says they know who he is and he wants to ease John Cena's mind. He says Cena didn't hurt Sami Zayn. He already did, and he'll beat Cena for good at TakeOver. Cena says he'd offered Cena, he'd, Cena says he'll offer Kevin Owens some veteran advice, but Owens laughs and says he's been doing this longer than Cena has. Owens says Cena doesn't say anything, so Cena says he will warn him then, and he's looking at a scared kid who will crap his pants if this goes down. Cena says if he has a problem, then Owens knows how this goes, 
but Owen says he already has a prize, his NXT title. He says he isn't fighting Cena now, but when they do, it'll be on his terms. Owens kicks Cena in the stomach and drops him with a pop-up powerbomb, then holds both titles and drops the U.S. title on Cena before mocking him. And ladies and gentlemen, if you have not seen that segment of Monday Night Raw, I definitely personally recommend you go and check it out. It was wonderful. And at Illumination Chamber, it'll be Kevin Owens versus John Cena in an awesome match. Then we had Dolph Ziggler versus Stardust with Dolph Ziggler picking up the victory. Now, after the match, Michael Cole interviews Dolph after the match, and Dolph says if he busts himself open at payback, he'll do anything to win. Cole informs him that he is the final competitor in the Intercontinental Chamber match, and Dolph is happy. Lana comes out and kisses Dolph, and the crowd pops, and she does it again. Rusev rushes out and attacks Dolph Ziggler and screams at Lana, but she sl- she slaps the hell out of him, thus Lana turning face, and I was so excited for that because I was patiently awaiting for Lana to turn on Rusev, and I think Lana's going to be a great WWE diva. He gets really angry and corners her, but Dolph drops him with a zigzag and leaves with her. Then we had Luke Harper and Eric Rowan versus Fandango and Zack Ryder, with Luke Harper and Eric Rowan winning the match against the two jobbers. We had a Divas Championship match with... Naomi versus Nikki Bella, with Nikki Bella winning by disqualification. And the main event was an awesome segment with the authority in the ring for an architect of a dream ceremony, and Seth Rollins is welcome to the ring. Triple H praises Seth Rollins for his accomplishments. Then Kane is asked to speak and says he is still glad that Rollins is still the champion. Kane plays a highlight reel for Rollins. Then they all praise him before Dean Ambrose cuts the ceremony off. Stephanie says he has some nerve, but Ambrose says he wants his title match and he won't take no for an answer. Stephanie says he hasn't earned anything and tells Rollins to get Ambrose, and they end up creating punches. But Ambrose would eventually beat up all the authority until the end of the show, where Kane tried to choke Sam Ambrose, but Ambrose clotheslines him and calls for dirty deeds, but... Seth Rollins sneaks in and drops Ambrose with a pedigree, just like he did at Payback, to end the show. And that was Monday Night Raw. Personally, one of the best Monday Night Raws that I've watched all this year after WrestleMania 31. So, Jeff, did you watch Raw this week? And if so, what are your thoughts on it? No, I didn't watch it. I haven't been really watching much wrestling lately. Yeah, it's actually uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good. And um, I definitely, definitely enjoy it. So that was Monday Night Raw from this week. So let's go ahead and uh, review WWE SmackDown from this week. WWE SmackDown, which is pretty, pretty awesome. So here we go. WWE SmackDown. Roman Reigns returns after payback. And he comes out and talks about how he didn't win at payback but he had a really good time hurting people. He mentions entering Money in the Bank, then Dean Ambrose comes out and says he won't have to reach for a chance at a championship. Ambrose says he will already be champion by that time. Then Reigns says that was smart, but Ambrose should think of an exit strategy. Kane walks out and says Reigns is right because Ambrose still got laid out with a pedigree because the authority always wins. Reigns says Kane is always on his back, so he wouldn't know. Then Kane takes offense and says Reigns isn't in the Money in the Bank ladder match. 
he says Reigns has been losing, and the only thing he's earned is a spot at the back of the line. Ambrose says this is Rollins' groupie doing the dirty work, but Kane says he will give Ambrose to prove himself in a rematch tonight against Bray Wyatt. Ambrose says that's what he wanted because he has unfinished business, and Kane says he is giving Reigns the night off to think about his failures. The first match of SmackDown was Tyson Kidd and Cesaro versus Los Matadores versus the Ascension versus Lucha Dragons, with Lucha Dragons getting a victory over the other tag teams. So SmackDown uh, opening segment and opening matches were were pretty good if you are into SmackDown. I thought they were kind of long because I haven't watched SmackDown the full show in years, but I uh, definitely uh, appreciate a good build, and that was pretty good. And once again, I'm just waiting on my computer. It goes a little bit slow with uh, the results for wrestling, so please bear with me. But the live shows are, uh, are pretty awesome, in, uh, in my opinion. So we had Dolph Ziggler versus Bad News Spirit with Dolph Ziggler becoming victorious. And after that match, Paige comes out and says the last time she was here, she was attacked by Naomi, and she says now Naomi has a boyfriend. She mocks Tamina until Naomi and Tamina cut her off, and Naomi says Paige needs to learn her place. Naomi says she deserves to be a champion because of talent, not screaming like Paige because it's all she has. Paige, there's more to being a diva than being athletic, and this is her house. So Naomi says they're going to clean house, and she and Tamina rush to the ring. They stop Paige in the corner until Nikki Bella makes a save, and, they, and then she ends up hitting Paige with a rack attack, too. Okay, so that was a pretty good segment. Then we had R-Truth with the Stardust, with R-Truth becoming victorious. We had Axel Mania and Macho Mandel versus Heath Slater and Adam Rose. It's Axel Mania and Macho Mandel becoming victorious. And then our main event was Bray Wyatt versus Dean Ambrose, with Dean Ambrose finally earning a victory over um, Bray Wyatt. But Seth Rollins came out and heads to the ring, but Roman Reigns comes out and comes through the crowd and attacks him, making it a one-on-one match. And that was WWE SmackDown. So that, my friends, is this week's WWE review here on Saturday Night Main Event. And on NXT, Samoa Joe from TNA did finally debut in WWE. So now officially the WWE has Sting and Samoa Joe from TNA. And Samoa Joe debuted in in, in NXT. There is a new pay-per-view coming out, Elimination Chamber. Well, not new because it's been around for years. But Elimination Chamber will be coming out next Sunday, May 31st, on the WWE Network. And this week I will be doing a Elimination Chamber preview show right here on the Ace Network. On Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern I'll have a WWE Elimination Chamber preview show. All right, so that was our wrestling segment for today's show. Now we're going to get into our guest segment of the show. And today's guest is Chef Matt West. Now, I couldn't find a live guest for today's show, so I'm going to play a guest that I had on my second episode of my oldest podcast called The Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show. Now, the reason I found this guest is because I, I took into consideration Jeff's words on our last Saturday night main event that Italian food was disgusting. But 
I'm going to have Chef Matt West explain to all of you and Jeff the beauty of Italian food right here, right now. So, ladies and gentlemen, here to talk about Italian food with us is none other than the chef that taught me how to cook, Chef Matt West. Hello, welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Chef Alex, it's Chef West. How are you? Hey, Chef West, how are you doing? I'm uh, doing well. How's everything going? Good. Nice to have you here on the show. Oh, thanks. Hey, You're welcome. You get other callers? No, just one rude person called, but that's it. Oh, uh, that's too bad. Well, you know, yeah. that's good. Yeah, but I got you now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were just talking about pizza. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, so this is the, uh, my co-host, um, my, my co-host, my special guest, Chef West, is on the line now. Um, let's see. So, do you have any favorite Italian dishes, Chef? Um, well, pizza is definitely on the top of my list. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I love you know I love all kinds of Italian food. You know, the pastas and um, anything with a cream sauce. I think like fettuccine Alfredo or. I don't know if I remember correctly. You make a pretty mean uh, broccoli chicken Alfredo yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember. I made that a couple times before. On today's show, I'll be giving out my chicken chicken parmesan and marsala recipe. I know you like that pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are great. Yeah. Okay, um, let's see. Oh, what do you think? How do you think I would do as a chef? Personally, how will you do? Yeah, oh, I think you're gonna do great. I mean, you know, the the main thing is that you you get you know to become a chef, you have to you have to want to learn, you know, and you have to be passionate about what you do, and you you definitely have those those abilities. I mean, you know, you you come to me wanting to make different items. You know, I, I don't know if you you know your folks know who I am, but I'm your instructor at your at, at your high school. Yes. Um. So when I when I go to write the menus, you know you you always have input, and that uh, you know that says a lot about you as a student and as a professional in in uh, in our field. So I really, yeah. uh, you know, th- those are qualities that are going to take you a long way. Yes. Um, let's see. What do you think of my Italian food? <laughs> well, you you definitely got the Italian thing down, Alex. With a name like yours, uh, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> I think you definitely got that got that down. But you know, you have a flair for it, and that's uh, yes. you know, you're passionate about Italian food. So, you know, again, that goes back to the other answer I gave that, it, you know, that's going to take you where you want to go. You know, you'll branch out into other styles of food just because of the nature of our business. But, you know, you've worked in a couple of Italian restaurants already, and, uh, you know, you, you get your feet wet, and you just raise your level up every t- every chance you get. Yeah. And you're going to a great school next year, right? Yes, I'm going to Lincoln Culinary, thank God. Yeah, and are you going to are you gonna do the, um, their, uh, they do this education abroad thing where they send kids to, like, to, to Italy, I believe. Yeah. Are you doing that? Yep, thank God. I'm, yeah. I'm taking up the Italian culinary course. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, well, that's gonna, you know, you're and you go to Italy, is that right? Yes, we go to Italy, and we learn about the the, the Italian cuisine and the, the American Italian cuisine too. Now, have you been to Italy yet? 
Not yet. Well, I wish yeah, to. I, I, yeah, I haven't been there, but you know that's the kind of program that um, where it's going to open your eyes. You know, not only to you know to the food, but but to the culture and to the people. And you know, when you talk about food and you know, food is not just food. Food food is people. You know, yeah, there's yeah. American cuisine, but you know, when you talk about Italian cuisine, German, France, French cuisine. Those are that's all derived from the people of those countries, and you got to understand the people to understand the food. Yes. Okay. Let's see. Oh, do you have a um, a favorite Italian dessert that you like? Um, tiramisu. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's, I like. I think that's my favorite. Yeah, I like a, um, Italian cannolis. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. You know, it's that's a tough one. You know, what is the there the little cookies too. There's the uh the whole Oh, the Italian wedding cookies. Italian wedding cookies, yeah. I've been to a couple of them. You know, when I grew up growing up, I'm actually right now I'm sitting in my car in my my hometown of Waltham. And Oh nice. I know where my, that is. My best friend growing up, his name was Sal Pinzone. So you want to talk about Italian, right? Yeah. His father owned a pizza shop in in my hometown. So we were really good friends. So I, I ate at the rest. I actually worked at his restaurant. I ate at his restaurant all the time, but I also was uh, invited to a lot of family events. So uh, the Italian cookies and, you know, just, just the, their love, you know, Italian people and their, their love for food, um, it's contagious. Yep, you got that right. <laughs> my grandma used to cook for an army when she was cooking Italian food. Oh really? Yeah. What did she make? What, what did she make? She would make chicken parmesan, chicken marsala, baked ziti, um, a lot of homemade marinara sauce, um, pa- homemade pastas, tornellinis, stuff like that. Uh, everything's that homemade. Everything's homemade in Italian cooking. <laughs> yeah. You know, those are the. Is your grandmother still alive? No, unfortunately not. Yeah, those are things you know. You should write down write down stories like that because you know my grandmother passed away not too long ago, and I'm sorry. You know, she to hear had, thank you. She was she had a big influence on my you know my becoming a chef you know because of her Me too. her love of food you know and you know it's a good yeah. way to honor them by you know writing down and then you don't forget that stuff. Yeah, your influence on your influence on me and my grandmother was too. Oh, thanks. I appreciate just, just that. Just so you know, just so you know that. Yeah. Well, I have, you know, a, lot of, I have a lot of respect you. for you. Yeah, and I, you know, I do for you too. I mean, it, you know, I don't. When you, well, you know, transitioning. I'm, I'm, I'm a chef by trade. You know, I went to the Culinary Institute of America and worked in hotels and restaurants. Now, as a teacher, you know, that's also, you know, you start to give back. You know, and. And that's very important that, you know, you, you all, and you'll find this out, Alex, when you get out there in, in the field, you're going to be teaching people whether you know it or not. And it, you'll have an effect on them. And I and I still have, have people that come up to me that I taught at the, you know, various places I've worked, and they still have notes that I wrote down for them just, just by training them on how to work a station. So that's yeah. also big part of what we do as professionals and, you know, to keep high levels of, you know, food and everything like that is, you know, you train good people around you. Yes. 
Okay. Um, oh, I know there's one Italian dish that you like that I used to make. Um, we were talking about it last week. Um, I forgot the name of it. Oh, Fra de Val, that you you told me. Oh, you yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The devil sauce, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to make that in the restaurant. Yeah. You know, but, any, um, you know Yeah. Sorry, I can make that for you. <laughs> yeah. Before I, I yeah. Before I graduate. Yeah. You should bring in some of your your grandmother's recipes. I'm really big on that, you know. Yeah, I can do that. I can print, uh, they're all on my saved on my computer. I can print them out for you if you like. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. You know, and we're we're fortunate, Alex, that you know, where where you go to school and where I teach, you know, it's not you know, it's there's a heavy influence of, of other cultures that are at the school and and I, I, I think and I hope you appreciate that, you know, a lot yeah. of our a lot of our your fellow students are from South American, you know, Puerto Rico, you know, Dominican, um, African American and, and you know, you you can really learn. I've learned a lot. I mean, from some of my students like you and like you know some of the other, you know, um, different cultures that they come from, their backgrounds. Never stop learning, my friend. That's the key to life. Don't stop learning. Yeah. Never stop learning. Always learning something new every day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let me see what else I can ask you. Um, oh, have you ever been a chef at an Italian restaurant? Have I been a sh- um yeah, actually I was a uh, I wasn't the head chef, but when I was at the Culinary Institute of America in New York, I uh I worked at a at a place I was their pasta chef at uh, it's called pasta. the Parmigiana. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And we made all our all the pastas, we made gnocchis and we made, you know, uh the pesto from scratch, sauces from scratch. So I I was kind of the the pasta chef, but it was, you know, it wasn't a full-time job because I was in school. That was my, my Beautiful. priority. Yeah. <laughs> I love, you know, I love pasta. You know, I love pasta. <laughs> now, this was, this was great. And actually we got, we have a, the Valentine's menu coming up in a couple of weeks and it's not going to be your group. It'll be the other one. And oh, I wanted to get some fresh pasta in and we should, we should make some fresh pasta. You want to do it this week? Um, yeah, I don't see why not. We could do an appetizer. Yeah, maybe like, like fresh tortellini. We could do tortellini, you know, or or like a tagliatelle. You know what a tagliatelle is? Yeah, the long the long noodle. Yeah, so you know we could do something like that. Tortellinis are fun. We could do something like yeah. that. And you know the nice thing about you know, I know your listeners and yourself. You know, the bottom line is you, if you're in a restaurant, you got to make money. You know, whether yeah. you like it or not, you know, you, you get the passion, but you got to make money. So whatever we do, you know, we'll do something special like that and put it on as an appetizer special, um, you know, low-cost low items, you know, but but quality. Yeah. Yep. I like I love pasta and I love my chicken parm, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you make a good chicken parm. Yep. Very good. Well, you have a good chicken parm, too, Chef, so I can't um, oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah, you have an excellent one. I like your marsala sauce too. Oh yeah, thanks. You're welcome. Not a, never a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I fit in well in the Italian in, in the Italian home, right? Yeah, you sure do. You're well yeah. liked over here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So if you have any questions for me or Chef West, you can call in at six four six seven one six six four five eight. And again, we'll be here for a couple more minutes. 
So, do you enjoy coming on here, Chef? Oh, yeah, this is fun. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I enjoy it. This is a good yeah. time. Now, yeah. now uh, you're going to do this every week? Yeah, every week, every every weekend. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Great experience. Put it on your resume. Yeah. You know? you're, you're, asking, you're asking my first guest ever on the show. All right. Also, yeah. <laughs> I feel honored. Yeah. I'm actually doing a baking show, so if you were... If you want to be a guest on that one, you're more than welcome to, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If well, you I want taught, to. Yeah, I taught baking and pastries uh, at, at my previous job, and I was a pastry chef as well at uh, a couple of places I've worked. Yeah, that's cool. Yep. Yeah, so I'll be doing a baking show probably, I think it's next a uh, couple Saturdays from now, if you want to be the host of that. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Now, you do the, where do you do this, out of your house, or are you... Yep, out of my house, right next to my computer. Oh, that's great. You could put, you could host your own show, but all you need is a phone and the internet. Yeah. And it's free too. Oh, nice. Yep. It's cool. All right. Um, let's see. Um, oh, do you ever have a good experience eating at a tiny restaurant or a bad experience? Uh, let's see. Mostly good. Um, in my my hometown, Waltham, we have a uh, restaurant called the Chateau, and it, there's, a, there's a few there's a few of them now uh, that they've opened up. But the original Chateau, which was in Waltham, uh, my aunt worked there, and and we used to go in as like kids. We'd go in and visit my aunt, but uh, always had great experiences there, and still it's a you know, in my town, it's a, it's like you know. You mentioned the chateau, and everyone knows where it is and and what it is. So uh, as far as bad oh bad experiences, I could tell you one bad experience. It's about a pizza. It's not about you know a real you know. Sit down. I remember that story that you told in in uh, when I was in your class. Yeah. So you know, and that's you know that's an example of you know people will always remember bad experiences, so you always yep. want to make sure you give them good ones. Yep. Oh, we have a caller. Okay. Hello, Hi. welcome to welcome to Block Talk Radio. Hi, Alex. Hi, Chef West. Hi. Oh, hi, Dad. <laughs> yeah, this is Dad. How you doing? Hey, how are you? I'm very proud of you. You guys are doing a great job. Uh, my question is... Uh, my grandmother, going way back, every Christmas Eve, she used to make a whole smorgasbord of seafood, Italian style. And I'm just looking for something real quick to do with shrimp. You give me any uh, ideas? Shrimp scampi, you can do. Is that difficult? I mean, uh, I'm not as gifted as you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. I don't think it's difficult. What do no, you know about you, Steph? No, it's not difficult. And actually... You know, from the educational standpoint, there's a lot going on in in that particular dish that, um, you know, nothing is, but you have to learn basic concepts like sautéing. You know, you have to sauté the garlic and the shrimp, right. and then you hit, you know, you hit it with the white wine, and you know, depending you on how you, how you want to build your sauce from there, and then you also have to make sure when you make your pasta, like if you're doing a shrimp scampi linguine or something, make sure the pasta isn't overcooked. So. You know, what, what's the term we use, Alex, when the pasta's not fully cooked? 
Mushy or swollen. <laughs> What's that? Mushy or swollen. Yeah. So it's uh, al dente. Yep, al dente. Yeah. Okay, guys. Hey, Chef West, uh, you do putting them good. Oh, thank you very much. Nice to, <laughs> nice to hear from you. Come on in for All lunch. All right, I'll enjoy the rest of the show now. Okay. All right, thank you. Right. Bye bye. <laughs> well, the thing about overcooked pasta, if you overcook, if you overcook them, my grandma used to throw it all. <laughs> who, who did your grandmother? Yeah, you threw it all away for overcooked. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's nothing worse than overcooked pasta. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, I think that, you know, get you know, thinking along those lines, you know, you know, you could spend a lot of time just talking about how to cook pasta, and maybe you know, we could talk a little bit about that. That, you know, when you're cooking pasta, you you want to make sure your water is at a rolling boil. Yep. You know, I see a lot of people. Um, putting pasta into water that where the water is not boiling. All that does is it starts to separate out the starches in the pasta. Yes. And it's not the same. Sure, oh, also want to make sure your water is uh, salted or oiled, too. Absolutely, yeah. Salt is a big one. You know, that, that adds to the flavor of the pasta. Yes. You know, as it's being done. And then you know, when we talk about al dente, the best way to to, tr- to to check it is to take a piece of the pasta out, bite it, and then look at look at, right into where you just bit. And if you see a thin line of white, then take, you take it out because that's al dente. That means it's not cooked all the way through. You never want to get it to where there's no white line in the middle. Yes, perfect. Yeah. Or um, a general rule of thumb is when it starts to turn yellow, you can drain it. Yeah, that's a good one, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I go by all the time. And then when you strain it, you strain it, and then you 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 want to cool it down as quick as you can. Yep, a lot of cold water. Yep. Yep, um, and then you can add oil to it so it won't stick. Yep. Lightly oil and then uh, wrap it up in a, you know, from that point, it can last, you know, up to a couple of days, two, three days tops, you know, three days tops, you know. Then you're getting into quality issues. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so that was this week's guest, and that was Chef Matt West, my culinary arts instructor from Putnam Vocational Technical School, and he was a great chef. So hopefully you guys learned a thing or two about Italian food, and I thank Chef West for being my first guest ever on the Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show. Now, that was just a little taste of that first episode I did on the Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show with Chef Matt West. You can catch the full episode by going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show, and the name of that show is Learning Italian with Chef Matt West. So uh, what do you think of that, Jeff? Uh, what do you think of that, Jeff? It was awesome. Although I don't like Italian food. <laughs> That's great. Well, uh, it's time for some uh, caller interactive, or shall I say, listener interactive time. It's probably my next two favorite segments ever on Saturday night main event. It's movie trivia time, and then it'll be listener interactive time. So listeners, get ready to call in 1-347-989-8142 to guess what movies we're playing and guess 
or answer our questions. That's one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two to guess what movies are playing or an- and answer our uh, trivia questions that we're going to ask tonight. So let's go ahead and start with movie trivia time. time right here right now on Saturday Night Live. You the movie fans and you the live listeners can call in at 1-347-989-8142 or post your guests live in the live chat room. So come on listeners, let us know what movies you're playing right here right now on Saturday Night Live. 1-347-989-8142. Light camera action. I'll be back. All right, so listeners, go ahead and call in 1-347-989-8142 or post in the live chat room. Or if you're listening to the archive version of today's show, you can tweet me at Alice Cardinelli1 with what movies I'm playing right here on Saturday Night Main Event. So, Jeff and listeners, here we go. Here is our first movie clip that I want you guys to guess. Hello? Are you calling in response to the ad? Uh-huh. Tell me, who was your previous employer? I was in a band, severe tire damage. In a band? I, I just want to know one thing. Are your kids well-behaved? Or do they need, like, a few light slams every now and then? Um, I'll have to get back to you. Wow. Yeah, my name is Ilsa Immelmann, and I want to know how many children do you have? I have two girls and a boy. Oh, a boy. I don't work with the males, because I used to be one. Hello? Ah! Layla, get back in your cell! Don't make me get the hose! Hello? I am Job. Do you speak English? I am Job. I'm sorry, the position has been filled. Oh, what a nightmare. Hello? Hello? I'm calling in regards to the ad I read in the paper. Yes. Well, would you tell me a little bit about yourself? Oh, certainly, dear. For the past 15 years, I have worked for the Smythe family of Elborn, England. That's Smythe, not Smith, dear. And 
For them, I did house cleaning, cooking, and took care of their four glorious children. Oh, I grew quite attached to them after 15 years, but they grew up, as children tend to do. Oh, but listen to me, I'm going on when you should be telling me about your little ones. Well, I have two girls. Oh, two precious gems, no doubt the jewel of your eye. And one boy. Oh, the little prince, how wonderful. I must tell you, there would be a little light cooking required. Oh, I don't mind that, dear. I'd love some heavy cooking. But I do have one rule. They'll only eat good, nutritious food with me. And if there's any dispute about that, it's either good, wholesome food or empty tummies. That's my rule. I hope it's not too harsh for you, dear. <laughs> no. Um, would you mind coming on an interview, say, Monday night at 7.30? Oh, I'd love to, dear. Wonderful. I'm at... 2640 Steiner Street. Steiner. Oh, how lovely. Could you tell me your name? My name? I thought I gave it to you, dear. No. Oh. Don't fire. I beg your pardon? Don't fire, dear. Mrs. Don't fire. Well, I look forward to meeting you. Oh, lovely, dear. Me too. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. All right, guys. So what uh, movie do you think that is? Jeff, you have any clues what movie that might be? It's Mrs. Doubtfire. It just said it. Yep, you're right about that, Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay, so our next movie clip. Yeah, I gave you guys that one away, Mrs. Doubtfire, which is a, a great movie. Here is our second movie clip. Maybe if you, let's see if you guys can get this one. Hey, Steve. What do you think? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so cute. Where in the world did you find it? Eugene Young down at the hardware store sold it to him. Isn't it beautiful? Oh, beautiful. Yes, and, the, and these horses. These horses. I, I especially like the way you've duct taped the antlers to their heads. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently... Reindeer are not indigenous to the region. The sweater is really cool. Yeah, is it Mark Jacobs? Oh, you know, I'm not sure. I have so many, it's kind of hard to keep track of this. <laughs> well, this has been fun. So let's go, uh, let's go take the picture, huh? Wait, what picture? Are you talking about your Christmas picture? Mm -hmm. You should take it here in the sled. Oh, that's a great yeah. idea. Well, that's, that's, that's a horrible idea because we always take our picture in front of the fireplace. It's a, it's a tradition. Wouldn't it be nice to try something new this year, honey? No, I don't think so. Here, no. Here's the hat. No. Take the picture in the sled. No, no, no. Put the sand on. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, That's it. Oh, that's it. That's it. Hey, Carter, Carter, get out of that. All right, right now. Also, we should keep our voices down a little bit because I found these horses on the outskirts of town, and between you and me, they look a little skittish to me. You found these horses? Yeah. Carter, out of that death trap. Now! Okay, all right, Carter, let's go. Give me the ring. Give me the ring, Carter. Let's go. the Okay, so uh, what do you guys think that movie is? Any clues, Jeff? Deck the Hall. 
Yep, you got that one instantly. That's Deck the Halls. I thought that would be the one that uh, that surprised you, but that is uh, Deck the Halls with Danny DeVito, which is a uh, great movie. Okay, so here is my third movie clip that I have for you. This is a funny movie, and hopefully uh, you guys can't figure this one out. You should let me go undercover. This could get dangerous. No, he said he likes ladies in distress, not men who wear too much cologne. Oh, that's there he is. New York City tour, Tommy. You welcome, Okay, yeah. Uh, hidden cameras on. Ready to go. Melissa, you... Marty, you left me. You got it. Oh, God. Yeah, Help! Help! Right. Help with me, Mom! Help! Help with me, Mom! Good luck. See you at the office. Don't worry. I'll get him. Oh, shit. Stop! Stop right there! Damn it! Ow! What's your problem, pal? Come up here! Got your pocketbook! Get a job, pal! Miss, Miss, um, are you okay? What, what happened? Let me help you up. Oh. All right, now. All right. Uh. Ma'am, you were just the victim of a New York City mugger. As I suspected, he was a coward and a weakling, and also wore more cologne than any man should wear. I got this back for you, though. Thank you. Can I take you to the hospital? No, no, I'll, I'll be all right. I just feel a little dizzy and violated. I'm fine. Oh. Okay, so do you have any clues on that one, Jeff? Mr. Deeds. Oh, Dan, you're getting them all pretty good. I know you're probably going to get one of these last two, but uh, here is my next clip. a rocket ship on this guy, we'll get him out of here. No, no, we can do this. People with cars, it's adrenaline, you know? Well, cars, this guy's more like a freaking minivan. Hey, hey buddy, we're gonna help you out here. Come All right, so, uh, if any of you listeners have any idea what that is, one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. Jeff, what do you think that movie is from? Oh, I know the name. Give me a second. I know, I'm trying to remember what the name was. Okay. Oh, what was the name? I know the name. (laughs) 
It's a good movie. It has Adam Sandler and I know. I know. It's right on the top of my head. Give me a second. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Well, I have the name right on top of my head. (laughs) Yeah, I finally fooled you. No, I know. Was it? I know. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Yeah, that's the that's the movie. I, I now pronounce you Larry. I couldn't think what it was. I I knew I knew it. <laughs> that's a good movie. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. So that's correct. This last movie clip, I know everyone's gonna know because you probably watched it a thousand times. But here we go. I know you guys are all gonna know what it is. Girl, you know John Connor? No. Oh. Hey, do you know this guy? No, I don't know. John, not now, not now. Hey, man, this is Cop Scoping for you. Check it out. Bullet man, just go. Yes. Listener Interactive, 
segment where you guys can call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two and answer the three questions that I'm gonna ask you tonight. So that's one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. Hey, listeners of Saturday night event live right here on each network, pay attention. It's listener interactive time. You, the live listeners, are going to be able to answer Alex's questions. Now, Alex is going to ask you guys three questions. So listen up, Magus, and answer each question. You can answer Alex's three questions by calling in at 1-347-989-8142 or by tweeting your answers to the questions on Twitter using the hashtag Ace Network and tweeting to at AlexCardinelli1. Or, if you're listening to the archive version of this show, post your comments and your answers in the comment section below today's show and in the comment section on YouTube. So, listeners, your time is shine. Where are your answers? We want them. Answer Alex's questions right here, right now, live on Saturday Night Main Event. One, three, four, seven, nine, eight, nine, eight, one, four, two. Tweet to Alex on Twitter at AlexCardinelli1 or post them in the comment section below or on YouTube in the comment section on YouTube. Attend that you guys should be answering tonight. All you got to do is call in or post them in the live chat room. So here we go. What are you doing for Memorial Day weekend this weekend? What are you looking forward to in the summer? And last but not least, what is your favorite summer treat? Again, those three questions are, what are you doing for Memorial Day weekend? What are you looking forward to in the summer? And what is your favorite summer treat? So, Jeff, I'll start with you. What are you doing for Memorial Day weekend this weekend? I'm going to be going to the Fleet of Flowers in my local area. Uh, very nice. They're going to have a, a wonderful day then, I suppose. Yeah, they take, we take boats out and drop reefs out in the ocean. Oh, that's very cool. So that's, that was something you look forward to, right? Yep. Nice. So uh, what are you looking forward to in the summer? Booze, booze, and more booze. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, you're of the age now, so that's uh, awesome. So what is your favorite summer treat? Uh, nice cold Corona. Nice. So those are all awesome answers. Well, for me personally, this weekend, I'm actually going to be cooking on the grill for my family. Like a lot of many other people in the United States do, they have a nice Memorial Day barbecue. So I'll be having a nice barbecue this weekend and joining some family time and enjoying the nice weather because, like I said earlier in the show, Memorial Day is like the unofficial start of summer, so I'll be having a nice barbecue and enjoying the nice weather. Now, I also have an ear ear infection during this Memorial Day weekend, so I'm going to try and enjoy myself as much as I can without being in pain. Now, what am I looking forward to in the summer? Well, uh, I'm looking forward to some beautiful weather. Living up here in uh, western Mass, we had a harsh winter, so... Spring and summer is where us Massachusetts lovers and us Massachusetts residents 
look forward to some beautiful weather in the summer. I hope we don't get too hot of weather, but I'm happy that summer is finally here. And my birthday actually falls in the summer. I'll be turning 22 years old this year, so I always look forward to that. And I know a lot of people don't like growing a year older, um, but I like it. Uh, I like getting a lot of years older than most people, so that is definitely true. And what is my favorite summer treat? I'll actually have two. I like s'mores. S'mores is a classic childhood favorite of mine. And I also like, um, what do you call them, soft serve ice creams. All right, I like them. They're very good. Very good ice cream. So those are my listener interactive questions. You can call in at 1-347-989-8142 to answer them at any point during the show. And you can also... Go ahead. ahead. It looks like we have a wise ass in the comments. Yeah, I saw that. Don't worry about that. They they already know that I'm going to be getting a Blue Yeti microphone for for my show by our next um, Saturday night main event. We'll have a Blue Yeti microphone, but I think my show is fine. All right, so you guys can go ahead and call in at 1-347-989-8142 to join today's show and answer those three questions. All right, so we're moving on down to my two favorite segments of Saturday Night Live, and the first one is Asshole of the Week. This one needs no explanation. Asshole of the Week is where I get to talk about people who are just plain rotten assholes. Now, for me, I only have one Asshole of the Week that I'm going to talk about, Um, and this is a lady that I don't even know. This is someone that I met from Craigslist. Now, let me tell you about this Asshole of the Week. I don't know her first name, so luckily I'm not going to mention any names. But this is a woman from Palmer, Massachusetts, who was posting a uh, red Oscar cichlid on Craigslist. And you guys know I'm a tropical fish keeper, so you guys know that I love Oscar cichlids. And this Oscar cichlid actually had a pretty bad case of hole in the head and did not look quite well. Even in the pictures, I saw that. So I was going to do the nice thing and rescue this Oscar. So we were actually prearranging a pickup time, and I think one Saturday I was supposed to go to her house in uh, Palmer, Mass., after I previously explained to her that I do not drive currently and that uh, it would be hard for me to get a ride to Palmer, which is about 45 minutes from where I'm at. So not only is it a far ride for me, it's a also costly gas money as well. It'll cost me a lot of money to go get a $20 Oscar all the way in Palmer. Basically, I can get a, uh, a regular Oscar, a much healthier Oscar, for cheaper and five or ten minutes away from me, so I don't have to pay all that gas money to buy a fish that has hole in the head. But I was going to do it anyways to save the fish, and I like meeting new people, so I was going to take that chance and uh, see if I can get a ride to go to her house in Palmer, Mass., which is, like I said, 45 minutes away from me. Um, in the original deal, she was actually going to deliver the Oscar for me for some extra cash, but for some whatever reason, she decided not to deliver the Oscar to me, and I had to go pick it up. So I told her we'd be working by my schedule and when I could find a ride. So the entire day 
that I was trying to find a ride. I kept telling her, I haven't found a ride yet. I haven't found a ride yet. Um, I will be getting it sometime today. So around 7 o'clock, I actually do finally find a ride, and she actually tells me that she is not going to sell the Oscar to me anymore. She is going to sell it to somebody else because uh, I guess for whatever reason I I, uh, took too long for her, but I told her I had to find a ride. And she understood that because the original deal was she was actually going to deliver the Red Oscar to me. So it's her fault that I took so long to find a ride because I didn't have to find a ride if I, um, she had to deliver it to me. So I said, okay, I'll just bug it off. Uh, I don't need that Red Oscar to hold in the head anyways. So I make a post on Craigslist saying that I will trade some fish for whatever fish I had on Craigslist. And I believe it was last Tuesday or Wednesday. It might have been last Friday. I'm not sure when exactly it took place, but it was last week. Um, I got a text message from the same person saying that she will trade her Red Oscar and I think a foot-long pleco to me for whatever fish I had that I was selling. I don't remember right now. But I responded, okay, I will trade for the whatever fish she offered. I think it was an Oscar and a pleco. It might have been something else, but I said I will, I will trade with you. When do you want to come do it? And my signature for text messages on my cell phone has my name. So she writes back with a nasty rant directed towards me, and I don't even know this woman, so seriously, she has some serious attitude problems. I mean, uh, if you're going to talk to someone that you don't even know that way, then there is something that is not right with you. So she basically told me that I wasted her whole entire time, which I did not, because under previous deal, I was actually going to be getting that Oscar delivered to me. So I had to rethink things and had to find a ride. And it's kind of hard when you only have, uh, you don't have that many people that have cars in your life. So she was unwilling to work with my schedule. So that just uh, shows how much of a douchebag that she really is. But to take the time out of her morning to write the nasty messages that she did to me, it's just pretty pathetic. And I'm going to be honest, I wasn't no angel myself. I actually responded to her message the same way she responded to me. So if you're going to be disrespectful to me, I'm going to be disrespectful right back to you. I don't care if you're male, female, if you're in your 80s or 90s, or if you're in your same age range of mine. If you're going to be disrespectful to me, I'm going to be disrespectful right back to you. But that is the asshole of the week, and rightfully show she belongs in the asshole of the week category. Matter of fact, she belongs in the asshole of the century category, in my personal opinion. So what's your thoughts on that, Jeff? That's why I don't use Craigslist. Yeah, Craigslist is full of a bunch of crazy people out there. They all think they're entitled to do whatever they want and get the better of deals and things like that. I agree with you there. So uh, do you have any assholes you want to talk about in your neck of the woods? Not really. I've been been laying low online, so I haven't really had no trolls or nothing lately. Oh, that's good. Yeah, there seems to be a lot of trolls out there. But uh, if they choose me, that means something good, that I'm successful. So I take that as a compliment. Yeah. All right, so that was our Asshole of the Week segment. Well, coming up right now, my personal favorite segment of Saturday Night Main Event. It's prank time right here on Saturday Night Main Event. It's prank time right here, right now on Saturday Night Main Event. 
Sit back, relax, and get ready for some laughter as Alex Cardinelli pranks some people live right here on Saturday Night Main Event on the Ace Network. Some of these pranks are being recorded live right here, right now, on today's episode of Saturday Night Main Event on Ace Network. Enjoy these wonderful pranks. Okay, so it's prank time right here on Saturday Night Main Event. So I'm going to do two live pranks tonight, two live prank calls that hopefully you guys will enjoy, and hopefully they'll answer these prank calls tonight because last week we didn't have all the prank calls answered, but hopefully they will answer tonight. So before I do my live prank calls, I actually have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five recorded prank calls from my personal favorite website, prankdial.com. All of these prank calls are pretty funny. So let's go ahead and hear our first prank call, and that is from Doug, Doug's Prank. This is my good friend, African Holic Doug, and I actually pranked him last Sunday, so let's hear it. Hello, is this Bunny? You got your wrong number. You sure as hell sound like Bunny. You got the wrong number. And Bunny don't have one of them normal voices, so I'm guessing you must be Bunny? Sir. Well, you... then I'm just going to call you Bunny and ask you where's my money. Are you there? Yeah, I'm sorry, but you have the wrong number. I'm not here to mess anyone around, but this is money, honey, and nothing to laugh about, Bunny. All right, may I ask who this is? You sound stupid. I'm calling to ask you, honey, where my money? I'm so stupid. Speak English. Bye. Bunny, honey, this is real. <laughs> that was an awesome prank. Uh, sorry, Doug, but I had to prank you because you had the perfect voice for that. All right, so the next prank is from Dunkin' Donuts, and I actually got this prank pretty good. I called Dunkin' Donuts up using a fake voice, and I pranked them on burritos. So uh, let's go ahead and hear this wonderful prank. Mama Dunkin' Donuts. Hello. Hola. Hi. Hola, amigo. I want to order tres bean rice and cheese burritos with carne asada and one without carne asada to go for Rafael. Good one. Hola. I said three bean rice and cheese burritos with carne asada and I one burrito without carne asada. Donuts. You don't have bean and cheese burritos? No, we have donuts. What kind of burritos do you have then? We don't have burritos. We have donuts. What do you mean? Them. What kind of place is this? What? You don't have We don't have it. Mi amigo said this is the best place in the city to get real homemade burritos. I don't know. The amigo lied to you. No, I don't think uh, he's mistaken. He would not make that up. But he is. Are you sure? I'm sure. This is Duncan. Hi, caramba. Hi, caramba. Are you done yet? So, can you just try calling <laughs> You've just been pranked by prankdial.com. All right, now 
this next prank has to be prank of the year, I think, for Saturday Night Main Event. I don't know. We might be able to top it, but I think this one is uh, prank of the year. And I actually played this prank on my first episode of Saturday Night Main Event that featured pranking. It's a wonderful prank, and my good friend and my co-host, Flashmaster1989, Jeff T., loves this prank. And this is my prank that I did on my dad's stepfather. This is a really funny prank, so let's go ahead and hear it one more time. Hello? Hello? Oh, who's this? Hi, this is your neighbor. I think you know which one. Oh, look, Bart? I don't want any problems, but you need to stop watching us through our window. What are you talking about? My wife said she saw you staring at her while she was changing. Where? My daughter even said someone's been watching her walk to school. What, what are we talking about? What, what, what house are Shut you Shut up living while at? I'm talking to you. I know it was you, and it stops now. I don't know what you're talking about. I go look on the front door. Just admit you've been doing it and stop. Otherwise, I'm getting the police involved. I don't know. What name are we talking about? Stop stalking my family, you creep. I'm not stalking anybody. I'm calling the cops and filing a restraining order. Who is this? You better hope I don't catch you, you sicko. Sick, disgusting sicko. Hello? <laughs> You've just been pranked by prankdial.com. It was a prank. That's a funny one. Now, this one's kind of funny as well. This is another one that I did uh, using my Spanish uh, voice changer. And this is the McDonald's prank, and I called up McDonald's asking for some burritos. Enjoy, my friend, folks. Hello. Hola. Uh-huh. Hola, amigo. I want to order tres bean rice and cheese burritos with carne asada and one without carne asada to go for Rafael. Como? Hola. I said uh-huh. three bean rice and cheese burritos with carne asada and one burrito without carne asada. Who, who you think you're calling? You're calling McDonald's. You don't have bean and cheese burritos? No, we don't. What kind of burritos do you have then? But you can't order over the phone. you got to come in what and order. What do you mean? What kind of place is this? Huh? You don't have. Mi amigo said this is the best place in the city to get real homemade burritos. No, I don't think uh, he's mistaken. He would not make that up. Are you sure? Okay, and the last recorded prank that I'm going to play before I do my two live on-air pranks is a tree removal prank, so enjoy this last recorded one. Hello. 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 Hi, this is Hank from Metro Tree Removal Service. I'm calling to confirm your appointment tomorrow to remove the tree in your front area. <laughs> no, there's no way I got a tree in my head. Hang on, let me continue. Uh, I have a work order here with this contact number to um, cut down a large tree at your address. Were you aware of this? Yeah, uh, yeah what's the address? Uh, let me look at the paperwork here. Yep, 9 a.m. tomorrow. We're bringing in the heavy machinery to remove it. Uh, does that ring a bell yet? <laughs> yeah, come on out there. I'll be waiting on you. Hmm. Well, it I'll looks like you didn't order, but all the addresses on either side and across the street are listed as the contact info. <laughs> Yeah, oh. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah it on, looks like they all chipped in to get rid of your tree. <laughs> no pun yeah, intended. That's good, 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 good. I'll be there. Just come on with it. I got plenty of work to do. In the comments section of the work order, it says, quote, please remove this ugly eyesore ASAP, unquote. Hello? Hello. Well, you'll have to take this up with your neighbors. Um, in the interim, we'll see you tomorrow morning. You'll want to clear out any personal items from the area. Yeah, I'll be there to help you with anything you need. Well, thanks for your business, and we'll get rid of that ugly tree lickety-split. <laughs> You've just been pranked by prankdial.com. Okay, here we go. That was some recorded pranks, and now it's time for oh. the best part. So now it's time for the best part of today's show, and that is the live pranks. So first, what do you think of those uh, recorded pranks, Jeff? I thought they were awesome. They were really, really, really... Oh, he got cut off there for a second. But uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, do our live pranks. Hopefully, uh, Jeff will be calling back in. Jeff is having technical issues with his Skype. But a reminder, you can go ahead and call in 1-347-989-8142. All right, so here we go. We're going to get to our live pranks right here. And our first live prank, I'm actually going to go ahead and call a pizza shop. So let's see if they answer. I'm going to call a pizza shop in uh, California. So here we go. I'll dial the number right now. And we'll get it working. Let's see if uh, this would be a good prank, because my last couple of live pranks have been kind of corny. So let's see if I can get a good live prank that brings in a, uh, a swearing response, because my goal with this is to get someone really angry with my pranks. No one has ever sworn at me yet, which is what I want. Okay, here we go. Live prank. Please, how may I help you? Hello. What kind of cheeses do you put on your pizza? What kind of... Can you repeat the question again? Yes. Uh, what kind of cheeses do you put on your pizza? Hello? Hi, California Pizza. Yes. Uh, what kind of cheeses do you put on your pizza? Uh, mozzarella cheese. Awesome. Uh, can you put cheddar cheese on a pizza for me? Uh, we don't have any cheddar cheese. Oh, that sucks. My mice love cheddar. Oh, i <laughs> that. That's okay. Do you guys have uh, delivery? Yes, we do. Awesome. Can you deliver this to 1040 Mice Lane? To where? To 1040 Mice Lane, so my mice can have enjoy their pizza? Oh, no, we can't. <laughs> you know, mice have to eat, right? So, uh, what is the total of a small cheese pizza? Small cheese pizza is about $15. Awesome. So, we'll order a cheese pizza for my mice. My mice are very excited. So, we only deliver to hotels. <laughs> okay. 
Now, uh, can you do me a favor when making the pizza? Can you pet your mice and uh, tell them the pizza you are making is for their cousins? Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, thank you so much for uh, taking my call. No problem. I speak Chinese. You've been pranked by the Ace Network. I speak, I speak Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> I like you, Mama. <laughs> you speak Chinese? Uh, what do you think about that one, Jeff? Is that kind of corny? Yeah, it was really, really funny. It, I like at the end when he goes, I want your mom. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of funny. That was an awesome uh, an awesome live prank. That's one of my uh, one of my best live pranks. So uh, let's go ahead and do my final one for tonight's show. I'll dial the number. Now, this is going to be a uh, tropical fish store that I am going to be pranking. So let's see how this one works. This is going to be a good one. This one might be much better than the last one that I did. So let's see. And I apologize. Uh, Jeff keeps having technical issues with his Skype. He keeps call, uh, coming in and out. So hopefully we'll uh, figure that out. All right, so I'm dialing the number now. Concepts. Hello, how much are your goldfish? Like feeder goldfish or a fancy goldfish? Uh, in, anyone. Well, feeder goldfish are like 25 cents each, and then fancies can get up to like $14. So. Do you know how goldfish taste? you got to be serious. You can't call stores and ask them questions like that. <laughs> sure I can. <laughs> So uh, how does goldfish taste? <laughs> that was a that was a wonderful one. I finally got a I finally got an angry response. <laughs> Not that funny, but it was uh, wonderful. So those are our live pranks for the evening. So you know what? I'm going to introduce something uh, something new to today's show. How about one of our uh, listeners go ahead and prank me? Go ahead and call in at 1-347-989-8142. Let's see if uh, someone could teach me how to do a few pranks. 1-347-989-8142. I'm actually begging you to come on here and uh, prank us. So that's uh, 1-347-989-8142. Otherwise, I thought we pretty we did pretty good for our live pranks tonight. They're uh, they're pretty awesome, so that's great. All right, so we're going to go into our final segment for today's show, and that is Saturday Night Spotlight, where I'll be talking about my personal favorite fast food restaurants and some of the restaurants that I personally don't like. And hopefully, uh, Jeff will be back, but Jeff is having some uh, technical issues tonight. It's time for some Saturday Night Spotlight, right here, right now on Saturday Night Live. 
your host, Alex Cardinelli, and the man they call Jeff, will be shining a spotlight on the things you, the listeners, love. We will be reviewing the products and the things you guys use, and we will offer our thoughts on these wonderful products. We will do food reviews, we will do YouTube channel reviews, we will do movie reviews, and much more. So who's ready for some Saturday Night Spotlight right here, right now, on Saturday Night Live? Alex and Jeff, let's get this spotlight started right now. Okay, so here is our Saturday Night Spotlight, and tonight I'm going to be talking about some restaurants that I like, fast food restaurants that I like, and some restaurants that I don't like. So I'll start with some of the fast food restaurants that I actually do like. Now, I am not um, skinny by any means of the imagination. Matter of fact, I could be considered obese because I do like fast food restaurants, but 95% of America has fast food restaurants, and they eat at fast food restaurants a lot, so I'm not the only one. So, yes, I will admit to you right here, right now, that I do like fast food, and I think it's awesome. And, sure, I know how to cook a healthy meal, but sometimes when you're just too busy or... As you guys know, I host these shows, so I can't be cooking at 6 o'clock because i got a show at 8 o'clock. So sometimes fast food comes in very handy for me. And I actually have a brand-new fast food food review, as Jeff pointed out at the beginning of today's show, called AC Food Reviews on YouTube. So definitely make sure you guys go check that out, AC Food Reviews on YouTube. You're going to love that wonderful uh, channel I have. I guarantee you on the AC Food Review channel right now, I have a uh, Chinese food, General Ching's Chicken food review. I have, um, I also have, what do you call that? I have a cheese pizza and combination pizza food review. And uh, last Sunday, I did an Oreo McFlurry food review. So make sure you check out my AC Food Review YouTube channel right there on YouTube. Now, today, I'm going to talk about the fast food restaurants that I like. First, I like McDonald's. And who does not like a good uh, McDonald's burger and a good McDonald's fry? McDonald's is one of my personal favorite fast food restaurants. Now, my favorite items from McDonald's are the Big Mac and a double quarter pounder with cheese, chicken McNuggets, and, of course, their French fries. I grew up with McDonald's as a kid, loving their burgers. Until this day, I still love their burgers. Now, sure, people have been saying that McDonald's use pink slime in their hamburgers, but it's not really true anymore. I think McDonald's have changed what they put into their hamburgers. All right, so my first restaurant is McDonald's, and I actually think McDonald's has a uh, great breakfast menu. A lot of people put McDonald's down for their breakfast menu, but I think it's pretty good. I actually like the uh, McDonald's breakfast sandwiches. I think the sausage McMuffins are uh, pretty good. Those are actually my favorite breakfast sandwich. If I ever had, if I ever have to eat breakfast out, I think that the sausage McMuffin is my personal favorite breakfast sandwich. Now, Burger King is a close second favorite fast food restaurant of mine. Burger King has great food, obviously. I love the Whopper. The Whopper is the Burger King classic. My personal favorite Whopper from Burger King is the Bacon and Cheese Whopper. That's a great burger. If you love bacon and you love cheeseburgers, the Bacon and Cheese Whopper at Burger King is going to satisfy your needs. 
Burger King also has great Oreo milkshakes, and if you guys know me, I love Oreos and I love vanilla ice cream. So Oreo milkshakes are great at Burger King. Now, um, Wendy's is okay. I usually don't like Wendy's, but I'll eat there if my family goes there, or if I'm really hungry, I'll eat at Wendy's. My favorite food from Wendy's would have to be the bacon eater. Um, like I said, I love a good quality cheeseburger with bacon, and I think Wendy's has a uh, great bacon bacon eater. Now, moving away from the burger fast food restaurants, because there's plenty of burger fast food restaurants. Little Caesars is my favorite fast food pizzeria. I think Little Caesars has great $5 pizza deals, and uh, they do a fantastic job with their pizzas. I like their pizzas, and they taste pretty good to me, so I'm always a big fan of the Little Caesars pizza. Now, for Mexican food, I know Jeff likes Mexican food. I really don't care for it. Um, I think Mexican food is made to be cheap, for the people, but um, I like Taco Bell. Taco Bell has uh, great food. Taco Bell has some great tacos, and Taco Bell has some great Mountain Dew um, freezies that are pretty good, Um, like the Baja Blast. Do you guys know the Baja Blast is an original um, Taco Bell item, which is pretty cool. Now, moving away from Mexican food, we head over to desserts. Now, You can't have dessert without having donuts, and donuts are actually a dessert and breakfast, and I think of Dunkin' Donuts because as a New Englander, we don't have the fortune of having a Krispy Kreme donut up here. And I'll talk about Krispy Kreme donuts in a minute here, but Dunkin' Donuts is another favorite fast food restaurant of mine. They've got great donuts. They've got great sandwiches, great bagels, and great beverages. I like Dunkin' Donuts. Now, speaking of Krispy Kremes, when I lived in Florida, that was the die-for donut place. I loved Krispy Kremes. They're a very, very good uh, donut shop. They have homemade donuts, and you can actually watch Krispy Kreme donut makers make some homemade glazed donuts inside the store. Yes, that's right. Down in the south, you're able to watch them make homemade glazed donuts under Krispy Kremes. That's awesome. Uh, next time I go to Florida, I definitely will be stopping by a Krispy Kreme restaurant and getting some donuts. Now, I know up here at a local casino, one of the casinos up here in Connecticut has a Krispy Kreme donut shop inside, so I'll have to stop by there and get some uh, Krispy Kreme donuts. Now, there is a small chain cookie shop inside the Holyoke Mall right here in Mass that I like, but their prices are kind of ridiculous for cookies. Um, considering I can make a homemade batch of cookies for like 4 or $5 at home. Matter of fact, my sugar cookie recipe at home, you can make that for like $3 because all you really need is butter, sugar, flour, eggs, and a little bit of baking powder. You should have all those ingredients on hand anyways, so I can make that for like 2 or $3. So I wouldn't pay uh, $5 for like six cookies at the store when I can make it for $2, $3 less at home. So those are all of my personal favorite fast food restaurants. Now, I really don't have any restaurants that I dislike because, as you guys can tell, I'm a big man and I like to eat, so there is no fast food restaurants that I dislike. But the one food that I will never eat, I don't care what the circumstance is, you're not going to force me to eat this, and that is traditional Mexican food. Mexican food upsets my stomach. Well, last Saturday night main event, Jeff took a shot at me 
at Italian food? Well, guess what? I'm taking a shot at you for Mexican food. I can't stand Mexican food. It is disgusting. It turns my stomach, and it gets me sick for weeks. I don't know what it is. I just don't like Mexican food. Hell, I'll eat a, I'll eat a taco. I'll eat a quidadilla. I'll eat uh, rice, but I just can't stand the other Mexican food out there. All right, the cheese quidadilla is uh, pretty good. Those are uh, interesting. Now, another food that I really don't like, and I know there's a lot of restaurants up here that serve it, is Sloppy Joe's. I don't get the, I don't really get uh, why those are even still popular. I don't like them. But pretty much those are the only foods that I don't like is Mexican food and uh, Sloppy Joe's. All right. So that's this week's Saturday Night Spot. Spotlight, and obviously Jeff is still having technical issues, so I'm not sure if he's going to be able to tune in for the rest of the show. This was a great Saturday night main event, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. So, I'd like to say thank you to my sponsors for keeping the show premium and making sure that our show is broadcast for up to two hours in length because I could not do Saturday Night Live in 30 minutes. I had to do two hours or so. So thank you very much for our sponsors. So today's episode of the Ace Network and today's episode of Saturday Night Main Event is brought to you by Akari Sales USA, School of Fish, Inc., Cheesecakes by Design, Dakota Network's Paranormal Hour, the Euphoric Network, and AC Food Review on YouTube. We're going to take our commercial break, and when I come back, we're going to wrap up this great show. Stick around, folks. Hikari offers a wide selection of aquatic diets to help you and your fishy friend find success. With more than 137 years of aquatic experience, Hikari was the originator of species-specific diets long before others thought it was important or trendy and the first to bring unique products to fish keepers like algae wafers, the world's first diet specifically formulated for Picosinus, micropellets, the world's first micro-coated aquatic diet for tropical fish, Saki Hikari, the world's first probiotic-enhanced diet for koi, goldfish, cichlid, and now turtles, and Biopure, the world's cleanest and most nutrition-packed frozen and freeze-dried foods, industry trendsetters when they were first introduced. When you're looking for the best aquatic diets your hard-earned money can buy for your aquatic pets, look no further than Hikari. Your fish and your wallet will be forever grateful. School of Fish, Inc. offers everything an aquarium hobbyist in western Massachusetts needs. We offer the best alive stock from freshwater to saltwater and everything in between. We also have the best corals and live rock. School of Fish, Inc. carries the best brands of fish food, medications, and equipment such as Hikari, Tetra, Marineland, API, and much more. Stop by and check us out today. School of Fish, Inc. located at 1865 Page Boulevard, Springfield, Massachusetts. And we can be reached at 413-543-1994. We're open Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Closed Tuesdays. Check out School of Fish, Inc. That's School of Fish, I-N-C on Facebook for exclusive deals, specials, and see what's new. Are you looking for something creamy, moist, and decadent in your life? Do you have a sweet tooth? Well, cheesecakes are the answer for you. Cheesecake by Design offers you a wide variety of cheesecakes and some wonderful flavors. 
At Cheesecake by Design, you will find a flavor just for you. Whatever it be, a red velvet cheesecake, a strawberry cheesecake, or a cookies and cream cheesecake, we have tons of flavors to fit your needs. We ship fresh cheesecakes all over the United States straight to your door. So next time you're hosting a party, a family get-together, or a cookout, and you need dessert, order a delicious, moist, creamy cheesecake from Cheesecake by Design. Our cheesecakes are always homemade and made with the freshest possible ingredients. Check out our website and call 336-525-5120 with any questions or to place an order. Are you interested in the paranormal? Do you find it interesting when people tell ghost stories or tell you stories about things that have happened to them that they cannot explain? Then, if you are, join me, Andrew J., on the Dakota Network as I interview paranormal investigators, cryptozoologists, and everything paranormal. You won't be disappointed, so please feel free to come over to the Dakota Network that's Dakota Network on Blog Talk Radio. And listen to me live as I interview these interesting people. I will have paranormal investigators on there that are going to share EVPs. They're going to talk about some of the more interesting stories they have. So please, come over and check me out. You won't be disappointed. And thank you for your time. Do you like fast food? Do you like going to restaurants? Well then, check out AC Food Reviews. Alex Cardinelli is going to bring to you some awesome food reviews on the AC Food Review channel on YouTube. Alex will have some phenomenal reviews from McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell, Dunkin' Donuts, and much more. All of your favorite fast food places will be reviewed on the AC Food Review. Plus, Alex will dive into the local restaurants and give you some spectacular food reviews. So if you love food, check out AC Food Reviews on YouTube right now. That's AC Food Reviews. Make sure you subscribe to get all of our latest and awesome food reviews. 
You are now tuned back into the Alex Cardinelli Show, live with your host, Alex Cardinelli. We hope you enjoyed our nice music and commercial break and are ready for some fun discussion. What is Alex going to chat about now? Get involved with social media and tweet your thoughts on tonight's topic. Tweet to at Alex Cardinelli 1, capital A in Alex and C in Cardinelli. Now let's get back to the action. Here's Alex live from the Blog Talk Radio Studio in Springfield, Massachusetts. Well, today we are do we were doing our Saturday night main event, and I gotta say it was a phenomenal show. I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. I hope you guys enjoyed our Saturday night main event. I'd like to thank that wonderful caller that called into today's show. That meant a lot to me. So thank you very much for calling into today's episode of Saturday Night Main Event. I'd like to say thank you, Jeff, for co-hosting this great show tonight. I know you're having technical issues, but thank you so much for co-hosting this great show, Jeff. And a big thank you to all the listeners who took time out of their day to listen to my show tonight. Thank you for those who listen live, and thank you for those who listen to the archive file of today's show. I love all you, my listeners, because without you, this show would be nothing. Remember that. You, the listeners, make this show what it is. So thank you for taking the time to listen to today's episode of Saturday Night Main Event. Now, I'm already looking forward to our next episode of Saturday Night Main Event. Now, on that episode, I'm going to give you the opportunity to prank me during the prank time next Saturday. So that's going to be wonderful. All right, so I think that pretty much sums up this uh, wonderful show. So I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Make sure you guys subscribe to me here on Blog Talk Radio. If you're listening to the show via Blog Talk Radio, click the follow button so you can hear all my other podcasts that I've got coming out for you. Fresh podcasts every single week. So I have something that you're going to like. Make sure you check me out on iTunes and Stitcher Radio called the Ace Network. Make sure you check me out on YouTube called Ace Network as well. Have a great Memorial Day weekend, and thank you so much for spending two hours with me. I hope you guys have a great Memorial Day. Alice Cardinelli here, and thank you for listening to the Alice Cardinelli Show Saturday Night Main Event. Good night, everyone. Have a great rest of your Saturday. Have a great Memorial Day, and peace out, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Alex Cardinelli Show here on Ace Network. Alex hopes you enjoyed the show. Please check us out every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern for our weekly talk show that will cover anything and everything. Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern for Chef George Morello Hour. Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern for our fun Saturday Night Live and every other Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern for Cooking with Alex Cardinelli, where you'll get tasty and delicious recipes. Share today's show on your Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus account by copying and pasting our show URL to your account so that your friends can listen to our awesome talk show. Have a great night. Alex Cardinelli's show on 8th. It's now off the air. And show.
podcast belongs to the Ace Network, Alex Cardinelli Entertainment Network. It may not be reused, redistributed without permission from Alex Cardinelli himself. This podcast was recorded live from the Springfield, Massachusetts studio and Ace Network.